Ahem. At the slide or on the swing, or on just about anything, taking turns is good to do. It's good for me, it's good for you. Baby sister and baby brother are taking turns with one another. Then baby too tall comes along. Baby too tall's big and strong. He pushes everyone aside. When it comes to first, I'll decide. Brother says, we will not play if you don't take turns in the proper way. Oh, wait, cries Too Tall. Stay, stay. Please do not go away. Slides and swings are no fun when you were the only one. So baby brother and sister stay, and taking turns, they play and play. And baby Too Tall has lots more fun than when he was the only one. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast. I am your host, Phil Gonzalez, and are we doing this? Are we really, really doing this? Okay, I'm talking about a book, a Berenstain Bears book, a uh, for the first time in a while, actually, because the last month or so was all recorded years ago. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but now I feel obligated to make my next line rhyme. It's not going to. I can't rhyme. I can't rhyme on the, on the fly like this. It's too, it's too soon in the morning. It's too early. Uh, but this week, we are taking a look at the final Berenstain Baby Bears book. I hope you weren't hoping for a non-Berenstain Baby Bears book. But this is a book that, uh, if you recall, I had said I could not find for less than like 80 bucks when I looked before. And I found it for like $3. So, you know, prices fluctuate. They come and go. But uh, yeah, I finally found a copy of Berenstain Bears. Me first. Me first. And if you uh, read it back to back with Berenstain Bears Get the Gimmies, it it transmutes into the Berenstain Bears Me First in the Gimme Gimmies. So uh, enjoy all of your all of your 90s and early 2000s ska covers of television theme songs from the 80s. I don't remember what Me First in the Gimme Gimmies does, but uh, I did listen to them because I thought that was pretty clever. So this book is called The Berenstain Baby Bears Me First! Exclamation point. Me First! exclamation point, subtitled, Coping on the Playground. Coping on the Playground. It's from 2000. It's from the much derided Berenstain Baby Bears books, which, of course, you remember, you all know, I love very much. But I want to take a look first at the at the subtitle, Coping on the Playground. Coping. To cope. It's a weird way to express this, because it's, if you I read the entire book before the theme song, and it's about sharing on the playground. But this is coping on the playground. How do you cope on the playground? Now, coping, I mean, by definition, coping is about dealing with difficult situations. It doesn't say coping with bullying. It means cope. It says coping on the playground. Like, you... The presumption is that you are going to hit the playground as a little kid, and there's just going to be problem after problem, tense situation after tense situation, obstacle after obstacle. How do you cope? Because coping doesn't mean just, I mean, it says dealing with a difficult situation, but coping isn't really dealing with a difficult situation. It also implies that you are accepting and incorporating that difficult situation into your day. Like, dealing with a difficult situation could mean you you leave the situation. But coping implies that you sort of weather it, that you 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 let it you let it affect you, but you 
you deal with the effects. It's not it. The modern implication of coping is that there is something so overwhelming that you can't eliminate it from your life. So you have to sort of reshuffle your own life in order to incorporate it into your life. Coping, you cope with the disease. Uh, you 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 know because you you can't get rid of it. So you cope with it. Uh, but coping is weird. It's just a weird word to use on the cover of a children's book. Uh, if you're interested, uh, its origins are in are in ancient Greek. Uh, because coping, uh, the the original word, which I'm not going to try to pronounce, because it's it's Greek, uh, is is meant to to uh, meant to uh, like a, a blow with a fist, like hitting something with your fist. And then in, in old French, it was it was cope, which was a which was a blow like with the fist. And then uh, and then it became cope, which meant to to come to blows in battle, like to meet someone on the battlefield and to come to blows with them. And that was how it was used in Middle English. So, uh, so the, and then it took on the, you know, meeting something head on, basically, uh, to cope with it. And what's really weird is that as a, as, a, as a term, to cope, it didn't actually hit, like, popularity in English, it looks like, until uh, the late 19th century. And then uh, it took off again after the mid 20th century, like, as, as, a, as a word that showed up in, in writing. It's just really weird that, like, the word cope has has only risen in popularity. I guess it took a dip after 2019. Don't know why. I guess we were all, I guess we all got pretty tired of coping after a while. But in any case, baby stain, Baron stain, baby bears. Me first! Exclamation point. Me first! Exclamation point. Coping on the playground. It's weird. This is the this is one of the baby stain, baby Baron, baby Baron bears, baby stain, Baron tains. The baby, the Baron stain, baby bears books. It's actually like. So this is just brother and sister at this point. Like no, no, no question anymore in our minds. Like this is it's just brother. It, it, it here's here's too tall. Here's brother. Here's sister. It's just the Berenstain Bears. It's just the Berenstain Bears. Except of course it's out of main continuity because Brother Bear is wearing overalls. He is considerably younger than he is usually portrayed, and sister looks to be about the same age she's usually portrayed. So this is showing a couple of bears that are about maybe a year apart in age. Uh, uh, and we never see too tall in the books, of course, as a as a young as a young bear. But he is he is shown dressed normally as too tall, wearing his wearing his 1930s <laughs> Uh, uh, gangster thug shirt and his and his page boy cap uh, with a pair of short pants on his knees exposed uh, the cover shows him shoving brother out of the way so he can get on the swings but this is an interesting situation because uh, this isn't coping with bullying the, because it, that would, it seems like what it would be about because Tutal would appear to be bullying brother and sister by pushing brother out of the way to get on the swing but it's not it's about coping on the playground it's really about compromise on the playground finding a way finding a way to navigate other kids on the playground uh, which I, is somewhat helpful like the, the idea is that okay we're coping with the playground it's not always going to be fun and games it's not always going to be the ideal situation for children there's going to be conflicts there's going to be problems and we're going to demonstrate this by by using too tall as it could have been you know lizzie bruin who is at times conflicted with sister it could have been a, a nameless cub but instead, they're like, we're going to choose the, the most aggressive bully in Beartown uh, to show 
how to cope. And I, I, I appreciate that. Like kids are going to butt heads, you know, frequently on the playground. Anyone who's a parent or has been a child who's gone to the playground knows that it's not all it's not all peace and quiet. There's there's frequently going to be conflict. And what this book is saying is that this is something that a child can deal with on their own. As long as things don't get too physical or rough, uh, then you can you can find ways to navigate this, to cope, as it were, on the playground. So what happens, as you as you heard up top, is that uh, brother and sister, or brother is pushing sister on the swings, Tutal shows up, he's much bigger than the other cubs, although he's not really in this book, and he shoves, on the cover it shows him shoving brother away, uh, on the interior art it shows him shoving sister away, which makes more sense, because uh, to, because she was the one on the swing. But in any case, uh, whichever whichever version of the story you subscribe to in your religion, uh, uh, in, in the Gospel of Tutal, in one ver- in one book of the Gospel of Tutal, he shoves brother. In one book of the Gospel of Tutal, he shoves sister. Uh, commentators for centuries have been debating over what that difference implies. Uh, whichever version you subscribe to, brother takes sister by the hand, and they look like real uh, village of the darned kids here because they're they're walking hand in hand away from Tutal, who looks stunned. By the way, brother's like, "Fine, we're just not going to play with you." And I like that the implication is that Tutal still thought this was a way to to get himself involved in their play. Like the Cubs understand the rules of the playground, right? Like they understand that. Tutal is not trying to take, well, he is trying to take over the playground, but he's not trying to kick the kids out of the playground. He is not biff tanning them. He is not saying, I thought I told you never to show up, show your face around here. He is simply saying, I get to go first on everything because I am bigger. Now, I am not saying you will not get a turn. You are simply going to have to wait your turn. But he also understands that the swings are a two-person job. I mean, they're not every, I mean, you get to a certain, certainly as old as Tutal is, you can push yourself on a swing. But in the world of the playground, and playground rules, Tutal is saying, I acknowledge that this is a two-person job and that I will need your help. I simply get to go first because I am bigger. However, this exchange, this social exchange is also, I am also saying, you are still a part of this. And what and Brother is saying is that the social contract has been broken. It no longer exists. I am no longer a part of this exchange, and we are leaving. And now Tutal is left. In a, in a predicament, because he no longer has a partner in this social exchange. He doesn't have anyone to push him. Therefore, his enjoyment is now has been nullified. He is no longer capable of enjoying himself on the playground. So he has to come to a decision. Do I maintain my position of superiority, my physical, my physical superiority on the playground, or do I compromise and say, okay, I now have nothing except for the except for the ruling of the playground, except for my position in the playground hierarchy. Which is more important, my enjoyment of the swing or my position of authority? And Tutal comes to a quick decision here, and he says, "Wait, stay, stay. Please do not go away." Because he is he has read the situation correctly. He knows that brother has now taken the power, brother and sister have taken the power away from Tutal. The power doesn't lie in Tutal's physical position on the playground. The power lies in your ability to enjoy the playground like unfettered. And whereas Tutal thought that his enjoyment of the playground would come from being the most physically imposing cub on the playground, uh, the actual enjoyment of the playground is the ability to pl- play on, th- on the playground. And in later life, we are going to see a Tutal who will simply enjoy 
the physical, his physical impression on the other cubs, his ability to frighten other other cubs away from their own enjoyment. But this too tall still has a choice that he can make. He is still capable of saying, okay, I would rather enjoy my time in the intended manner of the playground than simply enjoy my time by by frightening the other cubs. And that is that's where we are right now at Too Tall. So what we're seeing here in Berenstain Baby Bears is Too Tall at a at a at a at a at a, at a metaphorical crossroads. Here is the point where Too Tall can choose to either continue down the path of bullying or find a compromise and find a more enjoyable life. And so I would like to say that that the Berenstain Baby Bears books present a world in which Too Tall has now uh, chosen to not go down the bullying path and has instead gone down the path of, of coping, of compromising. Perhaps it is Too Tall who is coping on the playground. He is not coping, as we think, with the conflict of another cub. Too Tall is coping with his own internal butting of heads. He is, he is meeting himself on the Greek battlefield. He is coming to blows with his own moral quandary, with his own internal conflict. And the internal conflict is, do I want to live a life in which I have to constantly use my own physical intimidation, the size of my body, to get what I want? Or do I want to live a life where I am capable of compromising with other cubs, in which I am capable of compromising with other bears, in which I am capable of saying, I may not get everything I want always immediately when I want it, but when I do obtain what I want, I will be able to share it with my fellow bears and actually gain more than what I would have gained without their assistance. Now I can work with other bears and together we can obtain the enjoyment at the highest level, as opposed to being isolated and only obtaining enjoyment at, to the halfway point, which is what happens when you're on a swing that is not swinging. You now own the swing, but you are not taking full advantage of the swing's capabilities. And that's kind of what Milt Tutal is going to experience now for the rest of his life. He will no longer just be sitting on an isolated swing. He will be being pushed by brother and sister because he is willing to compromise and take turns and play. Because as it says at the end of the book, Baby Tootal has lots more fun than when he was the only one. There is the coping on the playground. Tootal has learned to cope with the internal struggle of might or compromise. And he has learned that compromise actually can, whereas compromise is usually seen as each person giving up a little bit, to gain equal ground, what we're seeing is that by giving up a little bit, Tutal has actually gained more than he would have gained otherwise. You've given up something and ended up with more than you started with. Coping on the playground. Berenstain Baby Bears. Me first, me first from the year 2000. What a fantastic way to end the Berenstain Baby Bears series. Uh, by seeing Tutal split off in the Berenstain multiverse and become a better bear. Who will he be now? Will he be the savior of Bear Country School? Will he be the smartest kid in class? Who knows? We'll never know because the Berenstain Baby Bears universe has reached its end. And we can say goodbye to the Berenstain Baby Bears forever. We don't ever have to talk about them again, which is a shame. I would love to see where this goes where this goes. I would love to see where this heads, but we'll never know. And that's it. That's the end of the Berenstain Baby Bears 
series. I hope you enjoyed uh, reliving all of these. Uh, my Potty and I, Pacifier Days, my Everyday Book, my Trusty Car Seat, and my New Bed. Uh, and now Me First, Me First. The most plot-oriented of all the books. Um, yeah, and that's it. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with longer episodes in the future. Uh, I just, I had to cover, I had to finish this one up. And, I, you know, this one made it up for the very long episode last week. I hope you enjoyed listening to Brad and Jeremy. If you want to know more about the Dollar Tree, uh, how it's going, uh, let me know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll, maybe we'll touch base with Brad and Jeremy more in the future just so we can find out what exciting things are going on in the collector's world. Um uh, you can find me on Twitter at bstainbearcast. You can find me, of course, at my blog, uh, berenstainbearcast.org, uh, where you can comment on the episodes. Uh, if you uh, are subscribed to the show, where are you subscribed to this show? Uh, Spotify? I don't know. Uh, do you just use the RSS feed? Do you read it? On, I don't know. How do people listen to Do people listen to this show? I know some people listen to this show. Uh, but uh, keep listening. Uh, there's tons of episodes <laughs> available. If you haven't listened to the past catalog, it should all be available. Uh, on wherever you listen to these. I think I have all the bugs fixed. You can actually listen to all the episodes. Uh, listen to my other shows if you want to hear more of me. Uh, I do a show with my older daughter, Willow, called It's Del Toro Time, where we covered the films and works of Guillermo del Toro and are now covering all of his, uh, like the movies that he considers his greatest influences. We just did The Thing from 1982. Uh, we had a good time with that. Uh, and we're going to be covering some Akira Kurosawa in the future. Uh, th th that show comes out every, every week or every couple of weeks, depending on our schedules and then i have a show called pizza toast with christy admiral that is currently on hiatus but we'll be back at some point with more episodes so if you haven't listened to those there's plenty of of great babysitters club georgian nicholson princess diaries-esque conversations going on with those in those episodes so give those a listen if you want to you want to hear some couple of people ramble about other children's books and otherwise thank you so much for listening thank you so much for joining me i enjoy you all, and I will see you all next time deep in bear country.